I'm your host, JT Bugis, and today we're going to be talking, talking, if I can talk, we're going to be talking about supplements, and so we're going to talk about which ones are actually worth your money, and so with supplements, we do have to be a little bit careful because they do live up to their name and that they are supplemental to a good diet, but also we do need to look for high quality supplements because there are plenty of charlatan companies out there that are telling you you're getting all this good stuff when in reality you're getting very little to none of it so we do want to be mindful too that if you're going to invest in supplements do invest in them and buy high quality products that have good manufacturing practices there's a gmp logo that gets stamped on those companies and the best of the best are going to have third-party testing so their website should show that if they have it, which is going to confirm that you're actually getting what they say that you're getting. So that's a little forewarning about supplements, but let's dive into which ones are actually going to be useful for you and actually worth shelling out your hard-earned dollars for. So first and foremost, we've got creatine. So you may be familiar with creatine. It is typically marketed as a performance supplement, because that's what it is. It helps to increase your strength, your endurance, which is really just affecting your power output, your power production in general. And it's one of the most studied supplements to date with significant effects on our performance. So if you want to get stronger, if you want to go for longer, whether that's uh, cardiovascular going for longer or lifting harder and longer, either one of those. If you just want to increase your work capacity in general, your ability to do more and more work, creatine is going to benefit you there. It helps to increase the ATP in our body, which helps to increase our energy production and our energy output. So if you you really, if you just want to perform better, you should be taking creatine. Now there is more recent research that shows that it may even have cognitive benefits. So this is just in the initial stages right now, but it may be that creatine actually has a wider scope than just the performance realm. However, we're pretty confident at this point and not confident, we're sure that creatine has that strength, endurance, work capacity benefits. So if you're looking to exercise better, get stronger, creatine is for you. And a lot of times you you hear that um, creatine can kind of blow you up, fluff you up, make you gain weight, and it does. But what's happening is that your muscles are storing more water. So you're holding on to more water weight. So creatine is not making you fatter. It may affect the scale, and that's not true for all people. And if it does, it's likely going to be just a couple pounds. But that weight, if it happens, is coming from water weight. And that water weight is filling the muscles, which is actually going to make you look leaner because you're not gaining body fat again, and yet your muscles are getting bigger. So it's going to make you look leaner, and then it's going to help you put on more muscles. So it's actually a double whammy of a win. So the concern over creatine adding weight really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's actually going to make you look better, even if that weight does come on. So creatine is a supplement for everyone, men, 
women. Honestly, you should take it whether you're training, whether you're not, it's going to be beneficial either way. But if you are training, definitely should be in your regimen. Now, how do you take it? You just take five grams daily. That's it. Doesn't matter when. You just got to take it. We just got to consistently take it to saturate those muscles with creatine. And if you do that, you're going to be set. So studies right now on the timing, basically, not basically, they do really just say that you just got to take it daily. It doesn't matter when. There's no pre, there's no post-workout that's better than the other. There is some recent research that suggests that maybe post-workout is more beneficial, but the overwhelming majority of the literature just suggests, hey, we just got to take this every day. So I take a post-workout just because, hey, maybe there's a little bit more of a, a benefit to it, but really it's just I tend to have like a protein shake after I after I work out, and so it's easier just to throw creatine in there. But ultimately, just do it when it's convenient for you. So creatine tops the list. Number two, vitamin D. Vitamin D, we get the most from sunlight. That is the easiest way to get it, but it is in food. So we do get a little bit from food. Eggs have vitamin D. Some cereals are vitamin D fortified and milks too, you know, I guess. So I guess I'm advocating for eating cereal every single day. That's not the point here, but it is a little bit in food, but really the biggest place that we're going to get from is from the sun. And so since a lot of us aren't getting adequate sunlight, even those of us like I get out every day, um, on an hour long walk for my dogs, I'm still probably not getting enough sunlight, which is why I do supplement with vitamin D because it's one of the more common deficiencies for adults, but it can help with our immune system. It can help with energy. It can help with performance recovery and even hormonal output. Um, but one of the biggest things is going to be immune system. So if you want to have a healthy immune system, we likely should be supplementing with vitamin D. And this is something that you can get blood work for to make sure that you are deficient and make sure that you're not going to go overboard supplementing with vitamin D. But generally speaking, most people aren't getting enough. May not be a bad idea to, to supplement with it to give you those benefits for your immune system, for your hormonal, hormonal output, and for your recovery. So I take about 5,000 IUs daily. This, again, if you want to be more specific with this in terms of what is going to be most optimal for you, it's going to require a blood test. So I'd highly recommend that. But vitamin D is definitely going to be a supplement that is worth your money um, because it's so beneficial across multiple perspectives. And it is, again, a common deficiency. So vitamin D going to be number two. Number three, fish oil. Fish oil is fantastic. And one of the biggest benefits to fish and fish oil is that it contains omega-3 fatty acids. And so fish is really the only significant source of these omega-3 fats from a dietary perspective, from food that we eat. There are other foods that do have it. There are other foods that have other fatty acids that can be converted to omega-3 fats in our body once they are eaten, but it is done in very, very small amounts, almost insignificant amounts. And what omega-3s do is they decrease inflammation. So those omega, if, if our omega ratio is way out of whack, it can be a pro-inflammatory environment. So we don't want to demonize the omega-6 or omega-9 fats. If you've heard those, the omega-6 typically are found in things like the, the seed oils, canola, grapeseed, things like those, um, which right now have some demonization to them and they're not as bad as you think. 
really it's the ratio. We just don't want to be blasting ourselves with all omega-6s and not getting any omega-3s. We want to have a balance. It's There's a middle ground for almost everything. And when it comes to omega-3s, 6s, and 9s, we're looking for that middle ground. Um, but that does require getting um, and being mindful of getting omega-3s because you just have to have more mindfulness around your diet in order to get them because there's not as many sources of them. So again, we got to get fish. We got to get fatty fish like salmon, like sardines, like anchovies. Most of those things are gross. Salmon is delicious though. So if you're eating fatty fish multiple times per week, you likely don't need a fish oil supplement. Like if you're getting two to three days a week of a healthy dose of some type of fatty fish, you're probably okay. But if you don't, then fish oil is a great, great idea. So if you don't need enough fatty fish, take it daily or take it on days where you don't have fatty fish. If you eat fatty fish regularly, then I probably just wouldn't worry about it. I would probably just save your money and put it towards something else like buying more fatty fish. But if you'd like to, you can take it occasionally just to make sure that you're getting adequate amounts. But again, if you're eating fatty fish, don't worry about it. But fish oil will benefit with inflammation reduction. It gives your brain healthy omega-3 fats that it wants, help that brain and nervous system fluidity. So get your fish oil, get your omega-3s, get your fatty fish. Number four, it's going to be magnesium. Magnesium also relatively commonly deficient. I believe it's in over half the population, but magnesium is involved in 600 plus chemical reactions in the body. So it's important for energy creation, for muscle contraction, for a healthy, fast functioning nervous system. It can even help with sleep, can even help with our poops. Who doesn't want to sleep better and poop better? Hopefully not at the same time, but separately, we want to do both of those things great. And so magnesium is a super beneficial supplement. Now there are a lot of different kinds of magnesium. So like magnesium three and eight is a version that can cross the blood brain barrier and thus contributes to a healthier central nervous system, brain, spinal cord, all that good stuff. Whereas like magnesium citrate is going to be the one that is going to help your poops more. So you may need to look at different versions. I take a glycinate malate version, which can help with sleep which can help with bowel movements, which can also help with the pain from a woman's menstrual cycle. But again, there's there's different kinds. So you're going to want to look at what benefit are you looking for <clears throat> from magnesium? And so then which version do I want? But at the end of the day, again, magnesium is involved in 600 plus chemical reactions in the body. So even if you're taking only one version, like you're going to get a benefit from it. This is one of the few supplements that I started taking and noticed an appreciable improvement, mostly in my sleep. And I know, I know when I give my wife the three and eight version, she like starts getting these crazy vivid dreams. So I know that it's helping her with her sleep. I don't experience the same. I wish I did. I rarely remember my dreams. It's super boring, but magnesium, super important. How do you take it? Just take it daily with food later in the day. Because again, it's going to help you sleep. So we don't want to get sleepy in the morning. And if you're taking it for your bowel movements, you take it at night, it's likely going to help you move that bowel movement in the morning. So take it as recommended on the bottle with food at night or in the evening. Magnesium is a great one. We're going to throw a bonus one in there too. 
because I kind of forgot about this one, but this one, I don't know why, because it's one of the most popular supplements around at all. I was going to say in the world. I would assume it's in the world, but it's definitely in the United States, and that's protein. Protein powder can be a very, very valuable supplement. And now, again, it is a supplement to a healthy diet. So if you're able to eat enough protein, then you really just don't have to worry about purchasing extra protein in order to increase your protein. But if your protein target is very, very difficult to hit on a regular basis from whole foods, then that's where a supplement can really come in handy because you can get 20 to 30 grams for a low calorie amount and in a quick hit. And so again, oftentimes I'll I'll take a, a protein supplement post-workout. I like it. You know, it's not super important to be like, I just finished working out. I need protein. But like, it's nice to know that I'm going to get some protein in my body post-workout to help with that muscle recovery and repair and growth. Really, it's just, uh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to have it now. They did a great job of pumping, pumping protein as a post-workout timing supplement. But again, it can be super beneficial. I take a protein shake almost every day just to help me get to my protein goal. Like I need that help genuinely. I eat 205 grams of protein a day. It's very difficult for me to get really over like 180 of just whole foods. Very hard for me. So I get about 25 to 30 grams of it from a protein shake and that's okay. You can use bars too, if that's what you prefer. I would probably try to limit your total dose to like one or two servings of protein, processed protein a day, because this is processed. It's still very, very beneficial, but we don't want to be relying on this as our main source of protein, because then we're not getting enough real food. We're not getting enough nutrients that also come with other protein sources like iron and meat, like omega-3s and fish, for example. But again, if you're just doing about one or two servings of protein shakes or bars or whatever it is per day just to help you get to that protein goal, then you're good. If you feel like you need more than that one or two servings in order to hit your protein goal, then you're probably honestly just not putting enough effort towards getting enough protein in your other meals, enough real food protein, and you should jack that up. So if you're only eating a a minuscule three ounces of meat for lunch and you're like, I can't hit my protein goal, what's happening? It's like, okay, well maybe eat six. You know, boost that volume of protein. It's going to be a lot easier. You might still need the help. You know, those last 20, 30 grams, you might want to get that from a shake just to make it easier on you. But again, if you feel like you need to make protein, some type of processed protein supplement, your main protein source, we got to hit other areas first. This is a supplement, not a main meal, but protein can be very, very valuable. So with all that said, we've got creatine, vitamin D, fish oil, magnesium, protein. Those are five supplements that are definitely worth your money. It's not to say they're the only five that are worth your money, but I can pretty confidently say that these will benefit you if you take them regularly. So again, some of them may be worth taking some blood work. Most of them like protein, you can just throw in your diet if you need the help. But I hope that's helpful for you guys because again we do want to be very careful with supplements the supplement industry is not regulated which can be a good thing because we can get great new products out without a ton of red tape to go through but on the flip side we have to be very smart cautious consumers to make sure that we're getting what these companies say they're giving us because there is 
plenty of companies out there that are just looking to make a quick buck. There are small margins, small profits in supplements. And so by saying, hey, this thing totally has, you know, 20 grams of protein, <laughs> wink, wink, it's actually got 10. That's a bigger profit margin for companies. And not all these companies are as ethical as we'd like them to be. That's just the facts. So look for companies that, again, show the label of good manufacturing practices. That's a GMP label. And look for ones that do third-party testing because, again, that's them sending their product out to a party that has no monetary gain to say, hey, make sure that what I say is in my shit is in my shit. We want those companies with that transparency because, again, we have to be smart cautious, conscious consumers in this supplement game. So again, I hope that's helpful for you guys. If it is, do me a favor, share the show on your social medias, blast it out there, tag me. My social is in the show notes. Rate the show if you enjoyed it. I hope it's helpful for you guys on where to direct your monies. We'll be back with more next week. Bye.